on SAFM. Destination unknown. 820, you are with SFM 104 to 107. This is the JSB. And in Guess the Destination, Zalma said, we're going to the home of the longest dunes in the Southern Hemisphere. Diana suggests it might be Sardinia Bay or Kinney Bay in the Eastern Cape. Dr. Phil suggests that it might be the Sundays River at Addo. On the line, we've got Alan Fogarty, who is a specialist nature guide. Uh, he comes from an organization called Alan Tours. Alan, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning to you. Yes, thank you very much for having me. So where, in fact, are we going? Are any of our listeners correct on that particular choice? Yeah, yes, the, the, uh, the biggest dune fields that we have um, in, in, in South Africa and, in fact, in the Southern Hemisphere is the Woody Cape dune fields or the Alexandria dune fields, as they are correctly known. <clears throat> and they're up on the sort of northern coastline of, uh, of Algoa Bay. And they stretch for approximately 50 kilometers um, from from the Sundays River mouth through to Woody Cape and and beyond that uh, on that northern coastline. Yeah. So, Alan, um, talk to us about where people, how people could go and see those areas. How challenging is it? Can one go in one's own car? Can one? Does one have to go with a guided tour and the like in those areas? At the moment, it's um, to get to the dune fields themselves, which are they, they're quite remote, um, and you have to travel through some farmland and some parts of the Addo. The Addo Elephant National Park manages those areas, so one needs to get a permit <clears throat> to get into the area and um, yeah. and to visit. And one needs. Hello, Alan. Hmm. Alan, are you still you? Sorry, Alan, we, we lost you for a moment there. Sorry, yes. Um, no, we, one needs to get permits to, to access the, um, the dune fields because it is uh, managed by the uh, National Parks, the Adder Elephant National Park, yeah. <clears throat> and it is part of, part of their park. And so one needs to get uh, permits to access it. And the, the sort of pathways are, are, are not really well-defined. It's, it's not a, a well-used area at all at the moment. And we... We have established a, 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 a walking trail, uh, a short half-day sort of tour into that area onto yeah. the dunes, and, and which is are really remote and, and very, very, very beautiful. Yeah. So, what kind of animals would one find in those dunes? There's not a there's not a, a lot of wildlife there. There's, there's things like kudu and bushbuck, the smaller antelope, and. You, in the forested area, there's some really beautiful forest, temperate forest in there, uh, uh, coastal canopy forest, and um, with beautiful trees and so forth. And the bird life is really, really stunning. And a lot of turacos and, and, and robins and, and forest-loving birds uh, with a few crowned eagles and so forth. But um, the, yeah, the main, the main ant- uh, animals are the smaller antelope, like your bushbuck, bush pig, porcupine, uh, and maybe even the chance of an odd leopard in the area, but um, that that would be very infrequent. Yeah. And finally, I suppose it's worth talking about the fact that um, Addo Elephant uh, Park, as as one of the third largest national park in South Africa, yes. has the most diverse game um, because it includes those five biomes. Let's go back to that idea of what a biome is, and the kind of well, different l- landscapes that they include. 
Yes, a, a biome is a, is, a, is a type of vegetation and uh, that uh, is consistent with the climatic conditions and the, the geology of an area. And um, yeah, as you as you say, uh, is home to five of the different biomes, um, which um, which will be the largest of those biomes would be the subtropical thicket, which is and Addo is also the only national park that protects the subtropical thicket. Um, the other biomes would be forest, as I just mentioned, it's that temporary forest, uh, temperate forest down at the, let's hope it's not temporary, but <laughs> uh, temperate forest down on, on the coastline there, which are magnificent big uh, yellowwood trees and white stinkwoods and, and so forth. Um, and then it also encompasses grassland, fainbos, which is up on... On, on, on the mountains, on the Zierberg uh, mountains, um, which we, you'd, you'd get a line of, of fan bush running through at the top of the of the mountain, and then the, the Mamakuru, which is uh, it's, it's a caroid type of environment or, or biome, and it's it's home to a lot of succulents and a lot of hardy Kuru bushes and so forth, and uh, that would be over the mountains, over the uh, Zierberg mountains, and where the park extends down into the little Kuru. Uh, around the uh, Darlington Lake Darlington area, which is the uh, a big uh, man-made lake um, in the in the little Karoo that was previously known as Lake Ment, uh, which supplies water uh, or regulates water, should I say, into the Sundays River system, which later on irrigates the citrus fields and citrus orchards down in the Addo area as well, outside of the park, obviously. Yeah, it sounds absolutely yeah. marvelous, Alan. If people are interested in joining you, not just um on the northern wilderness area and the game viewing areas, but maybe they also want to do some marine tours. Uh, how would they do that? Well, we we run a, um, quite an interesting tour. We pioneered the tour in, 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 in 2009 or thereabouts where we pulled together. I'd heard about the, the home to the big seven, Addo being home to the big seven because They'd crossed the boundary between the land and over the sand dunes and into the waters of Algoa Bay uh, and incorporating the two island groups in the bay, the St. Croix Island and the Bird Island group. And I'd heard about this Big Seven concept. I thought it was amazing. And, and so I just I wanted to, to do it. And nobody could tell me where I could do a Big Seven tour. So I thought, well, that's, that's an opportunity. So let's go for it. And we developed a together with a, a local charter company here in Port Elizabeth, we developed the Big Seven Tour. And it's a fascinating trip on the on the waters of Algoa Bay in the morning. It's about a three, three and a half hour trip out to St. Croix in its, in, its, in its smallest format, in its simplest format. You can do any number of, of, of days or, or a full day out on the water. And then in the simple format, we come back, we take a lunch lunch break in, in, in the Harvard Cafe uh, or one of the restaurants there. And then we go out to the nearby Addo, which is half an hour, 30 minutes, 40 minutes drive away from the harbor. And bang, you're into big five country and, and immediately looking for elephants and buffaloes and the odd lion or whatever else one can find out there, zebras. And there's a whole spectrum of animals out in Addo. So it's it's quite unique. I, I don't think that you are capable of doing that anywhere else in the world. You know, just going from looking at great whales, the southern rights, the humpbacks, the dolphins. It's uh, the bay is actually known as the as the uh, bottlenose 
capital of the world, bottlenose dolphin capital of the world, with over 22,000 uh, dolphins being known to use the bay. Um, so after a day or a morning of marine uh, searching of, for, for this wildlife, and all of a sudden you get you go get into the vehicle and out you go to to Addo and you're in buffaloes and elephants and lion country. So it's quite amazing. Sounds absolutely brilliant. That's Alan Fogarty, specialist nature guide tours. You can find out more about Alan tours if you go online. And taking pride in promoting Kamecha, Port Elizabeth, and that region, the Western Cape, with a unique big seven safaris, not just the big five, but also uh, you're getting. Great white sharks and southern right whales as well. It's 8 to 28.